Chapter 11 Confrontations and Confidences After spending two days in the company of the Dementor, Harry's brain was very nearly numb. Though at first he had been able to summon up the positive energy necessary to create his Patronus, over the last several hours it had taken an incredible effort to produce each one. He had exhausted his joyful thoughts and felt nothing but his own physical and mental fatigue, so much so that he could not even register the relief of arriving at his destination. Here, finally, was the departure point of the Azkaban prison rafts. Where a muggle would have seen a rotting dock and rusted gates, Harry saw a hut-like guard station and the silhouettes of two wizards conferring at the water's edge. They were pointing to something that seemed to be in flight, far off across the water. Harry drew in a deep breath and gathered the last reserves of his happiness. He concentrated on the moment last Christmas when he and Hermione had found Ron still alive. He was almost there. Expecto Patronum! The men at the water's edge looked up sharply, and through a haze of exhaustion, Harry saw Mad-Eye Moody raise his wand. In moments, Moody had taken the Dementor off of Harry's hands. Harry watched, barely able to stay on his broom, as Moody drove the creature squarely into the center of a prison raft. "'Keep him out there for me, lad,' he barked at the young, red-headed wizard beside him. Dimly, Harry recognized Charlie Weasley, who raised his wand at once and waded into the Atlantic to hold the Dementor at bay. Now it was done. Relieved of his burden, Harry landed at once. Though the instant he let down his guard, he felt the full effects of the Dementor wash over him. He stood on shaking legs, barely able to keep hold of the firebolt. Moody made straight for him. What happened? Harry merely shook his head, not feeling capable of coherent speech. Come on, Moody prodded gruffly after a moment. Got to know, Harry. Find the Dementor wandering, did you? Harry nodded and made himself summarize. It came onto the cannon's Quidditch pitch at the tryouts two days ago. Moody surveyed Harry carefully. Took it on yourself to bring it here? Harry didn't answer. After a moment, Moody nodded. No choice, was there? Others weren't keen on taking on an ugly responsibility. He gave a sigh of disgust and clapped Harry on the shoulder. You did the only thing. Now get in that guard station and lie down. I have to get back to Stagsden. On what steam, boy? Can't apparate long distances in your condition. Moody gave a growling chuckle and turned Harry around by his shoulder. Hell, you look like you'd be splinched just going across the street. Numbly, Harry allowed the old Auror to steer him into the guard station, where he very gratefully sank onto a cot and leaned forward on his knees, shivering. Moody provided him with water and a huge slab of chocolate. Get your strength up and after extracting a promise from Harry that he wouldn't try disapparating until he'd had a real rest, Moody went back to the business of returning the escaped Dementor to Azkaban. Left alone, Harry exhaled and tried to straighten up. Automatically, he reached for the chocolate. He didn't want it, but his body demanded it. He felt as though he'd been soaked in a tank of ice water. Two days alone with the Dementor had chilled him to his bones, and chocolate was the only way to get warm again. He bit into it, feeling sick to his stomach at the mouthful of sweetness, though he also took some measure of relief from the immediate heat that was restored to his blood. His veins seemed to thaw and his heart to start beating. Feeling as if he were made entirely of rubber, Harry collapsed down onto his side. His eyes blurred and fell shut. But what the chocolate had done for his body, 
nothing could do for his mind. The instant his eyes were closed, he began to see images, pictures on the insides of his eyelids. He choked and dug his face into the pillow, trying to blot them out. It didn't work at all. Harry's thoughts were as dark and nightmarish as his memories could make them. The Dementor's presence had plunged him into a world where it was beyond painful to exist, and the pictures reeled ceaselessly through his brain. His mother's frantic pleas, Cedric Diggory's final request, Dumbledore asking to die, Hermione's sobs when she had received word of the attack on her parents, his own fear-maddened state when he had received the news of Ron's abduction. Then came the sickening flash of green light that had taken Hagrid's life, followed by the hellish news of Percy Weasley's murder, and Ginny stepping between his own body and Lucius Malfoy's curse screaming for her father. His brain recoiled from so much guilt and horror. Harry moaned and rolled up against the cold wall, as if it offered some escape. He pressed his forehead against it, wanting only to shut out the images, shut out the thoughts. Almost at once, the strength of his exhaustion overtook the tumult in his mind. Fatigue dragged him headlong into a welcome blackness. Mercifully, as the sound of ocean waves crashing beyond the door drowned out the screaming in his head, Harry went unconscious.